Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know what? When you see, get an opportunity to go at DK, you go at DK. See, see, they're hearing all this now. Moan always takes her side. She comes over and corrects me or fixes something or whatever else, and Moan goes, you know what? She's right. Yeah, you do look terrible. You do look at it or whatever else. See how that goes? Hey, all I'm saying is this, DK. Hear me out, okay? Hear me out, man. It's the idea that she actually gets a win in Father's Day's month. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. we shouldn't even allow that. But she gets a dub anyway. I see how that goes. I see how that goes. I know what this is all about. Yeah, she's, she's staying out of this. I'm going to tell everybody, please make sure Dolly doesn't stay out of this. we got to keep it messy. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, are we going to do this? You ready to do this? I'm seeing all kinds of bells and so forth. Is it is it the bell time? Is what you're telling me? I'm saying it is. And yeah. don't don't false start either, DK. Here goes. Wow. Happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, apologies for some uh, ins and outs that we've had here on the show. Business will sometimes take priority over that. It doesn't mean that we love you any less or that we're no. any or we're any less committed to the show and all that other stuff. It's just when you make the commitment to go daily. Yeah. And, and and then it's the summertime. Summertime sports times are all off. You might have a rain delay. You might have a one o'clock game. You might have a 12 o'clock game to where a sorry team actually scores seven runs in one inning. I mean, <laughs> what the are we supposed sorriest, to do? The sorriest team. <laughs> they were 12 and 50. The Oakland Athletics come here. And, yeah. And they put up 20 runs in two days against your Buckos. Golly. Just like that. Wow. That was uh that was something. But yeah, I was over there covering that yesterday, and we just couldn't make things line up because the game went so long. Yeah. Just you know, is is like that man uh that hey rick dilliots that's what we're going to talk about today rick rick is leading the mm-hmm. show rick yeah. says go ahead moan no rick says man from the uncle table too as a matter of fact man shout out to you rick for getting us started again we tell y'all guys there's nothing wrong with being at the uncle table absolutely nothing at all you still family we just gonna call you out for not actually coming over to the to the good side that's all right dk that's it yeah and marvin's gonna call you out <laughs> marvin definitely has the right to call you out man but rick says this wow there is every reason to be excited about this season right 
And and I almost say it's every you have the right as a as a Yenzer to be excited about every season right now when it comes to uh all things in Pittsburgh, DK. Yeah, I, I think there's legit cause for excitement related to the football season in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, mostly for uh boring tangible reasons, as opposed to the stuff that usually gets people revved up, you know. You know, big talk and so forth. And hey, so, you know, this guy and that guy or that person said uh, that the Steelers are going to compete with the Bengals for first place. Who cares what somebody says? Look at the roster. Look at the changes. Look at the number of players that are progressing from year right. one to year two. Look at the history of year one to year two progressions. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's only been like one or two guys. And I still think they were really good, DK. If we're talking about we're talking about the Steelers, right? Uh-huh. There's only been one or two guys that I think have been questionable uh when it comes down to their year one or year twos. When when we talk about high draft picks and expectation, it's two guys, and I think they were the same draft class, DK. And you let me know where you stand on this when we speak about getting better from one year to a next. And respectfully, I say this. Sean Davis, Artie Burns. Those are the two that kind of get you. I think Jarvis had a little bit more injury stuff than it came down to actual play. When Jarvis was in there and he was healthy, I thought he was his production was what you needed it to be. Uh, and Artie and, and Sean had some good times. They had some good moments. But then they were also some dudes that they were drafted behind too, right? Yes. They got guys to replace them or veterans to come and replace them. Why were we so excited about Joe Hayden becoming a, a Pittsburgh Steeler? Yeah, because he can settle everything down. That's it. it there we go, DK. Yes, mm-hmm. those are the only two guys I can think of, just recent history, that didn't do what you thought they were going to do in year two and beyond, DK. I, but Sean had a lot more really good moments, I think, than already did, though, too. You let me know where you were on Sean, because I watched the defense and paid attention to who made plays. Sean Davis, I think, probably deserves just a smidge more grace, but it is what it is in this NFL business. Yeah, Sean Davis was – he's one of those those guys who rose up immediately. Yes. And then kind of plateaued. Um, he didn't punch back when the league punched him. At, at about the second or third year, uh, he had to kind of find his humility in accepting a role on special teams and as a backup. And once you're already the starter, once you're already the guy – Yeah. Man, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of players who can do that. That's one of the many reasons that I gave Benny Snell so much credit. Not that he was ever the guy yeah. in Pittsburgh, but there was a chance that he could have been when he it was is. drafted. And it, it, he reached a point where he just said, Look, you know, I'm, I gotta accept it. I gotta do this. Yeah, you do, man. Um, and, and there are some guys we we got to go through in this list too. DK of, I, I, well, I'm bringing a list to you, all right. Okay. <laughs> Is in, in second year guys, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Demarvin Leal, Calvin Austin, who has some stuff on social media today, Connor, Mark, and Chris Oladokun, who's not on roster right now. Those six guys, DK, in year two, could all still make the roster this year. Even oh, the late yeah. oh yeah. So the expectation, I know, especially we we kind of scathe over him a little bit because everybody fall in love with Keanu Benton, right? But I think the Marvel y'all could take the biggest jump of them all. Or I hope he does. Uh, aside from Kenny, like that one, two, three that we had last year is friggin' good. DK, I, I'm not going to dispute that. Jay Jones says that Sean Davis was okay until they tried to have him guard 
Gronk one on one. He fell off ever since. Can I take issue with that, Moan? Please do. He was all over him. Okay. There are two teams. Yeah. There are players back and forth. You know, there's a tug of war. Watch the film of that game. I remember yeah. it like yesterday. Davis was on him like he a fly on, on you know what. Yes. Okay. The like other the guy bomb. is who he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's not making an excuse for him. It's pointing out that he did that to everyone. No limit yeah. wants to know. PK, how does a, a player become your go-to guy in the locker room? Actually, I'm going to let Mona uh, answer yes. that first. Uh, yeah, go ahead. By, by the way, no limit. Appreciate you uh, first yeah. and foremost uh, for the contribution. But besides that, uh, I think it's proper for me to have that type mm-hmm. of to answer that question too as a player. When this type of stuff happens, it comes down to trust. It's not even down to uh, manipulation, tricking a guy, uh, writing good things about a guy. Because I know for a fact DK and I have had conversations about, like, he's wrote some brutal things about me. It is about being brutal. Yeah, well, I'm a a hyphen. Okay, let me Hollywood this thing (laughs) up, DK. Okay, let me Hollywood this up. But uh, you have to be honest. As long as a reporter can say something to a guy and y'all have conversation, that's where the trust begins. And at that point, a lot of the stuff that DK may have gotten from guys in the locker room really don't come to fruition until he sees it. He can actually dive into it, though, too. Yeah, like, I, it's trust, though, no, no, no limit. It, more, more than anything else. Yeah, I was critical of is. Kevin Dotson in his early time here. Eventually, again, we talked stuff out. I was really yeah. critical of Mike Mitchell when he was here. We were we went out into the hallway once, yeah. okay, and, and we had it out. But it, uh, there's also – there's also a, a, a gradual approach to it. Um, yeah. The mentioned, uh, I mentioned to you, Moan, I did mention to the, to, the, to the viewers here that I had a good talk with Isaac Saomalu. Nice. The other day. Uh, it was not anything at all related to news or news gathering. I had not had a chance to welcome him yeah. uh, and to let him know my name, who I am, if he ever needs anything or if he ever has any questions that are media-based or related or whatever. Uh, that I'm here for that. I let him know that I have a propensity for hanging around the offensive <laughs> lineman. Okay. Yeah, that's and true he, too. he seemed to like that. And I let him know how much I respected his career and how, how neat it was to read those things that Jason Kelsey said about him, uh, calling him the best guard in the NFL, a, a player that you can't replace in Philadelphia. Uh, and it was a good conversation. And that's yeah. all it was. I got yeah. no news out of it, no nothing, whatever else. So that's also... That's also part. Of, yeah, of it I, I as got well. one after this one, DK, because I thought it's it's pretty good. I don't want to run past this uh this draft pick conversation too quickly, but it's from my guy Rick Love from the uh, Uncles. Hey, well, Uncles, y'all really stepping it up on a Thursday? What is it, Thirsty Thursdays or something? Yeah, no, if the Uncles are stepping up, they're getting their you know yeah. they're moving yeah. off the table. Let's be clear here; their, okay. their names are turning green. Yeah, no doubt. Eventually, okay. they're definitely going to turn great. But they I are. got a little pushback on this one, okay, from Rick Love. He says this. It, it, it's it's what he said. It was not Burns' fault. He was overdrafted. His expectation was bigger than talent. I thought he was a third-round pick at best. I kind of want to push a false on that one. Uh, when you come into the league, you, you're, you're presented with what's in front of you. Heck, I can say it was un- unfair that I was undrafted, right, DK? Mm-hmm. No, shout out to my brother Ron in here right <laughs> now. What's up, Ron? Oh, no, <laughs> come on, baby. We keep making that trip up to uh, Pittsburgh with us this year too. But 
with that being said, though, you're drafted where you are. Whose fault it is, it may honestly be on you for the development side of it. It may be the fact that you don't really watch film the way you have to, unless you're an injury guy. And Artie wasn't an injury guy for the most part, right? I don't know. I'm getting over the fact that your brother calls you Big Ragu. Big Ragu. He also called me Savage, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guy. I didn't hear anything after that. (laughs) That's my dog, man. He also calls me Savage in this. uh, uh, But uh, you go where you are. There was somebody that may have taken him in in the first round, regardless, because he had all the numbers you needed and that P-word potential. It's on the player sometimes when it comes to this type of stuff, man. And I ain't all the way uh, uh, blaming him because he had some family stuff. He was a dad to, like, two of his siblings and also had kids of his own. And he was from Miami to Pittsburgh. You got to overcome that stuff, just like a lot of other guys did and have. We're wishing good day to – we're wishing good day to Ron Slade. <laughs> He's becoming a guy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Into this burn stunk. Agree with you, Moan says slide ruler art. You know, what ends up happening with the first round picks who don't make it is that they sear into your brain. Yeah. They really do. Um, way more so than the guys who make it. Here, you want to know the truth? What's that? The truth is, if you get one TJ Watt in yeah. the first round, over a span of four different first rounders, you yeah. won. You have. Okay. You got oh. yourself a generational talent. Okay. So let's say, say that one more time. Just you said if you get you one TJ Watt out of a, a, a over a five year span, you've won. Is that what you said, DK? I said four, but yeah. About, about but, a four year. One, one every four? If you get a TJ once every decade, you've won. Okay. That's fair. I, I, give you I, that. I mean, there's just. You, People just don't run into a DPOY, certainly not that late in the first round. And, and I, I think it's this, too. I think the hit rate for first rounders is 50%, and I think it drops down even less than that, too, after after the first round. So, Artie, no. Uh, Sean Davis was a second rounder. It's, it's just fascinating watching us talk about this group uh, and, and speak about guys that didn't. And look at this group right here. What is that, like four years removed from when they've been going in Pittsburgh already mm-hmm. now? And yeah. you got another set that looks like you're going to go – five for six or six for seven on draft picks dk with the 2022 class that's insane to me by the way here's some progression in life look at this look at rick look at, look at rick, look at rick. Hey. He, get, he gets roundly busted <laughs> he did he did okay he looks around bad. and he saw all these uncles and he's like What's hey, going on here? The uncles hold everybody accountable. That's what that is, DK. <laughs> the, the other uncles do. You hear me on your mama's side. Rated R gang comes in with Nick Herbig as a young TJ Watt. Stop that at once. Give it time, Rated Stop R. I'm with you. I like him. He's If I could pick a day one on this show, DK, mm-hmm. Nick Herbig is my day one. And he you ain't, really I, like him. I like him. I, I'm telling you, I like Nick Herbig. So you ain't wrong, okay? It's just let's give it some time first. I hear that. Well, the, we're going to give some time now to take a, a bit of a break. When we come back, it'll be the only segment that matters. That's all the hey, Moan. Y'all come back. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. 
Coverage that connects. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, we got a little bit of a, a surprise today for our Hey Moan segment, including to Ramon, because he doesn't know about this I either. no idea. He has no idea what I'm talking about. No. Um, but you know what Moan does have an idea about? What's that? It has something to do with the numeral three, because at the get-go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item. There are three expert chefs who fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to uniquely as crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it. We had someone in here earlier who was uh, offering us some greetings from Mexico. That's what I'm looking for here. Uh, yeah, I did see that just a did, second ago, DK. You, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for I saw here. our mate also in Australia check in and then also uh, went back to sleep. <laughs> did you see that one? Yeah. You, you found that, huh? Yeah, I saw that one. Our mate uh, right here. Laura, is that it? Where, you got her? There yeah, she is. Yeah, there it is. All right, now I, I have a young man here who's visiting us in the shop from Mexico. He's a journalist. He's also a diehard Steelers fan. His name is Juan, and he's going to give you an in-person hey. moan. We'll hey. see. No, but if we're, unless he fails at the hey moan, in which case we're kicking him right back out. So here, hang on a second. Come on. Come on, Juan. D, if, if you can't tell, DK is giving up headphones right now. Juan is about to have a seat. Hey, Moan. Hey, I like it. I like how it. I like it. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, can I say hi to all of Mexico, to my family back there? Hola, Please hola, do. Mexico. Hola, Latin America. Y hola, España and the world. Let's go. Hey, did, didn't Ben Roethlisberger once said this is the world's team? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Cowboys, I would agree with they, that. They can be America's team. With, Never with, heard of with, them. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> hey, I have two questions, if I may. Yes, take the floor. I'm here I know, for it. I know you've been in, in Mexico in the past. Mm -hmm. Could you talk about that, that experience? Mm -hmm. And also, I've always wondered, uh, the, the coaches, they develop the game plan. Yeah. You as players, if you don't buy into it during the week... What do you do? Do you talk uh, among each other or is it just a hey, let's stick to it like, uh, you know, a soldier? <laughs> Great question. Let me get to the first one first. Uh, we were in Mexico City. Phenomenal. The yeah. fly in was beautiful. The hills. Insane. I was in one understanding like the housing. I was just like, there are so many people here. Massive city. Yeah. Massive city. OK, but we did a camp there and it was amazing. The fans overly excited. Uh, it was energetic. The participation was good. The people, overly nice. Uh, we actually went out, and that was just like the love that they showed us. I see why we continue to go back there. If we do have an international game or go a South American game, being able to go down there, I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the best trips. And I think most, uh, if you're in the United States, you should go to it. 
easily should go to it. I don't think anybody's ever understood how insane the fan base yeah. is of Steelers in South America, especially Mexico. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Is that how you've always seen it also? It's just the fandom is crazy? I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So I, I don't live in Mexico City. Okay. I, I went once to Mexico City because I have a, I had a friend visiting from Spain. Yeah. And that was uh, during that weekend, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers were, were playing the Denver Broncos. You, I, I don't know if you played that game. The, I, the I didn't one, play down there, no. Well, it was the one where uh, uh, Ben threw the interception close to the goal line. Oh, I was in that and, game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost, by the way. Yeah, we did lose that game. I remember that one. But I was in Mexico City just searching for a place to, to watch the game. Yeah. I walk into this place. It was a Steelers bar. I didn't know that. Like, uh, I don't know, 25 Steelers fans were right there. Yeah, that's I love it. We're everywhere. Yeah. Um, second question, uh, game plans. Yeah. For the most part, coaches know what they're doing. Uh, and, and, and as a whole, the game plan usually works. And then inside of the game plan, that's where changes happen. Like guys say, hey, in the game, like we should get away from that play. I know it looked good on film, but today it doesn't work for us. And guys, like, we would talk to our offensive line coach and say, hey, coach, we're better off doing this play instead of that play. They got a bead on us when it comes down to it. And nobody – this is one thing I will say about Pittsburgh and the coaches, Coach Tomlin and his staff. They're always open ears to what's a better suggestion because they know we as players, for the most part, are the ones that are out there doing the work. And if it doesn't work or feel, feel good to us, then it's over. So game plans are a good template. For what you should be doing, it's so easy to get off of that game plan, though, from one half to another, too. It really is. Sometimes you can go in and it's like, this was stupid. And coaches don't mind saying that. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. I just said that doubt in my mind all the time. Like, are you allowed to put your input into the yeah. you know, into the game plan? But it, it, it happens during the game then. It does. Well, or at practice, too. And this is the thing okay. about the NFL. Now, I had this conversation with somebody recently. With the NFL, you, you're, you're a man. So they're going to respect you as one, too. Even if you're a young 20-year-old, we respect your word because now you're a professional. We need to act this way to make sure that you can perform at your highest level. If you can't perform at your highest level, everybody's getting fired. So the, the, when it comes down to having suggestions or saying, coach, throw that out, we don't like it. More times than not, they actually will throw something out when it comes down, like, even during the week of planning for a game. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, like the um, Let's go to Patriots game with Jalen uh, Samuels when we uh -huh. beat them in Heinz Field. I don't think we planned on doing the Wildcat as much as we did, but it kept working and he kept running so well um that we even tried to do it the next week the next week it didn't work so it was like okay get rid of this let's never do this again okay thank thank you so much for answering both questions man no problem. uh hope to see you soon maybe you back will. in mexico maybe here hopefully man thank you for the questions those are awesome uh yeah i'll let dayan take over. let him get thank it back <laughs> see you know what i'm getting a little tired of moan <laughs> Tell me. When somebody Tell me. comes and takes this seat and they ask you a better question than I ever asked you. <laughs> what the hell well, is that? Hey, Hanover Fizz want to know if uh, Juan is coming to Latrobe anytime soon. You should ask him. <laughs> I thought I'd get something like, you know, hey, Moan, what is it like being so awesome or something like yeah. that? But no, he comes in and no. asks you a question I'd never asked from a football perspective. 
Hey. Shows me up completely. Hey, Juan is getting a lot of love right now, man. Oh, yeah, Juan. They're all over you. Juan, you the man. You should You're see this. Is... Oh, wait a second. Hang on a second. I think Juan is actually putting all of these in himself. I love it. Those are his friends, hey. he said. I love it. Juan had one shot and one opportunity. This reminds me of it. There was a there was a beer commercial once where there's this couple that gets together on the set, and uh, the guy says, "Yeah, I'm from Canada," and and the girl says back to him, "Canada? Oh, do you know Kevin?" (laughs) (laughs) These are like all of Juan's friends because he clearly would know absolutely everybody. Absolutely, Mexico City, which I believe is a city of 20 million. Yeah, 20 million. Yeah. 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 So Ooh. yeah, Juan knows them all here. Uh, Paul is kicking me out here. He says, that's it. You're gone. Juan's getting Put Juan get... back in the chair. <laughs> so anybody know if DK has another line of work he can get into here? Look at all this. <laughs> They're done with you. Eso hey. Juanito. Eso Juanito. What's that? Oh, that's like good job. Yeah, yeah good that's job. also from Juan's his other burner account over there. <laughs> <laughs> now Juan is going to start a trend, DK, because we had almost gotten away from it. And here we go right here. Victor, if I knew all I had to do would get the headphones from DK to show up to the shop, I'll be there tomorrow. Ask Moan how many guys, we, how many people we've had yeah. do exactly that on this show. It's, yeah. actually, a, it's actually a lot of fun. It uh, is. One of these days, we're going to retell the story. What was that? What was the kid's name? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, 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 Dior. 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 Yeah. We're going to retell the story of Dior and what we actually thought was going to happen that day and what actually happened that day. But it won't be you, today. Oh, that's a good tease. Let you me like write that? down Dior's yeah. story. Dior's story was a good one. If y'all missed Dior, man, y'all missed a real good one. Joe pipes in with, I like you, DK. You can stay. <laughs> one guy. Nah. Now they're being oh, condescending God. to you, DK. As as somebody once said, stop the count. Yeah. They're being, they're, they're being, done, they're being condescending to you now, DK. It's not okay. Uh, I see how it goes. Yeah, this is this is I don't need this. Let's see, let's see if we got some actual uh some hey moan fair going on here today. Remember, by the way, that you can become a member. Yeah. And get off that uncle table by going to dkps.net slash join. Yeah, here, here I'll, put, go, I'll put that up on the screen here for everybody to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what we have here as far as questions. Uh, 19 more uncles we need to convert to get to 500 members today. We could do that today. We says. could do that today. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, I, do you want some football? Uh, do we mind some football? You want to yeah. do it? I got one from uh, two days ago. We were go, supposed go, to hit go, on. Go. Uh, it was the idea that Dan Moore is playing uh, right tackle and the conversation around Chooks and him. Chooks mm-hmm. and Dan Moore. And I also saw um, where he had a comment about, you know, how does it feel from flipping one side to the next? The old toilet tissue, I guess, comment that he had somewhere. Uh, very fascinating the way Dan Moore is approaching this. I'll say this. The more of Dan Moore's and Chooks and Kevin Dotson's and Kendrick Green's and Isaac Samelo's and uh, Broderick Jones, and I can name the entire group that you have on this team, the better. Uh, if Dan Moore switching over to the right side and it being a competition with him and Chooks, that makes Chooks better. I also know Chooks, I think, well enough to where Chooks will feel like, nah, fam, this is my spot. 
you need to find you somewhere else. But what does this do? It makes Dan a whole lot better. And it actually does put a little bit of a fire flame on the Chooks. I don't think his job is in jeopardy. I see some people just don't like him, uh, but you don't hear his name much at all. No, he's been around the longest. That's his only crime. Uh, Dylan Smith says, hey, Moan, who are you most looking forward to seeing this season outside of the obvious being Kenny Pickett? I'm not sure Kenny's that obvious. Who, who am I looking forward to seeing uh, yeah. the most? Uh, I won't even um, – Alex Highsmith. I want to see what this really year is going to look like. interesting answer. Alex Highsmith, DK. And I hadn't looked nowhere else other than the idea that there's a lot mm-hmm. on them. Uh, I want to be able to see us be able to book in both both sides of this defense. If we have the ability to have a, a, a monstrous book in on defense, as much as we've kind of worried about the middle linebacker, Landon Roberts, I think this is his third stop as a pro and, you know, trying to figure out what's what up the middle. Those two dudes can funnel so much junk up the middle to Cam and to Keanu and, 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 and to uh, Ogunjobi, like, it, it can really solidify what you are as a defense. And I say this too. The reason I need for Alex Highsmith to be the dude is we are in a past happy AFC North. Yes. Period, DK. Yes. Got to get back there. Got to put them dudes it's, on their back. It's, it's, the, it's the water leveling factor. When the Steelers face one of those teams, this is what makes it all fair. This is what makes it all even. Having TJ and yeah. Highsmith getting back there. Uh, Matt Hyde says, hey, Moan, here's a question for you. Would it be better if the rookies made mistakes early in the year? Oh, I know his answer here. Then early success and falter later. Which is better in your opinion, to have the early success or the early mistakes? The early mistakes. I know it. <laughs> early mistakes. Because you you jump out too hot, it's hard to rein that in. Mm-hmm. It's just like somebody going out on a, uh, on a basketball court and sinking five three-pointers in a row. Oh, you'll never get them to learn, develop a game. All mm-hmm. they think they want to do is go shoot. So, no, absolutely not, man. Uh, I guess it's one of those same things to where um, – and, yeah, we screw them, right, because we're in the AFC North. Well, Lamar's success came with his legs for the most part. What are they trying to get him to do now? Throw the ball. If he came in, hey, I need to be in the pocket a little bit more, do that. You know what I'm saying? No, give me give me failure early. I failed early, DK, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jared Kraft says, hey, Moan, Chase Young, or is the room too crowded? Not too crowded for Never him. too crowded. It's a matter of uh, you waiting this out. Uh, I don't think they picked up his uh, fifth-year option in Washington. So everybody's in a waiting game when it comes down to uh, Chase Young getting out of that deal. I love to have him. Uh, whew, what, what would that do, D, uh, DK? I can't even. The player that Jay Jones is most <laughs> looking forward to seeing is Patrick Peterson. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, interested to see how much he still has. I'm also interested to see how he would adapt to a more flexible role. He has acknowledged that in these OTAs, he's been out there in the slot. He's been bouncing around. The Steelers are open-minded to a lot of things at corner right now. Know why? Yeah. Because they've got these two monster children out there with these pterodactyl (laughs) wings for arms. Uh, It it makes a difference. As Coach Tomlin like to say sometimes, man, they they got a bunch of just football players. You know what I'm saying? mm -hmm. My guy that I'm looking forward to, and this answer will not change. George Pickens. Are you? I am so. Lyle Croft says, hey, Moan, should we get Matt Canada out of the press box and down on the field so he can see what's going on? See, you had me, Lyle, after press box. Lyle, you did it. 
<laughs> they don't need to be down on the field. Oh, DK. Well, no, oh, go go ahead, Mo. What I'm, is the I'm, difference? I'm, 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 share, share, please. You're you're on the sideline for an NFL game when you're, you're out yeah. there, for, or you're on the field, obviously. Yeah. What is the difference between that and watching football from above, which I'm sure you've also done? Yeah, it's it's a matter of um, feel type of situation, uh, flow of the game. When you're on the field, you feel the energy. Like I think down low you may be able to see that the offensive line is mushing guys you may be able to see that the wide receiver is getting open on his break a little bit quicker and i think down on the field it keeps your head down so you're always on the next play up top you may see a bit too much You, you may unless you're just one of those intellectual guys that gotta see all things develop in front of you like film um i don't know i would i would kind of love to see him you know operate on the ground a little bit better uh, give it a trial run in the spring. The difference to me is on the field, it's a flow thing. You friggin' feel it, DK. Well, the field also isn't super flat, which is something that I think p- surprises people when they're down there no, on the field. It's okay, there's a, curve. it's got a curve to it, yeah. so you can see stuff on your side of the field a whole lot better than you yeah. can see on the far side. I, I don't believe it's practical for a coordinator to be uh, down there on the grass. Ben Cohen says, "Hey, Moan, what was your?" Who was your favorite roommate in Latrobe? Uh, mine is easy. It was Marquise. Uh, Marquise is my favorite roommate from my second year on out. Who do I have the first year? I had Steve McClendon was my rookie uh, teammate. D lineman went went on to get a Super Bowl. And my guy, undrafted free agent too, a really good career. His kids are big until lacrosse now, by the way. But Marquise was, and it was uh, year three, I think, when Marquise and I got our own rooms, and we were suite mates right after that. So that's my dog. That's pretty cool here. Yeah. Mark Lancaster opines that Mark Robinson might settle all bets at inside linebacker. I'm cautious. From my understanding, uh, he got to make sure that he know the book just as much as he know his athletic ability. If he can grow, if he can grow as being a defensive captain, essentially up the middle, the better. Like that. Tell him how long the one trick pony of punishing people oh, lasts. Yeah, okay? no, not very long. Terrell Alexander. I don't know why he's asking me this. He asked you this one. Do you think DeAndre Hopkins is going to go to the Titans? I think there's a strong possibility. Uh, of course, that was a breaking news for us on my morning uh, show here in Nashville. Uh, a strong possibility. Uh, it's a matter. Of, this is just in general for guys who are older wide receivers. DK, you know where I'm going to go with this. It comes down to either money, yards, or ring. Which one do you want? You know, um, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I mean, he's gotten all the praise. He's gotten all the everything. But, you know, you weren't ever going to get that in Houston, the ring. No, or Arizona. Rated R Gang says, I want to see CA3 return the ball with the speed that he's got. Uh, Calvin Austin the third, of course. I I'm, I really want to see this kid just be healthy and be a part of the offense. Same. Same you know, I don't want to push it too far. Uh, but I think the expectation of him being a blazer would be awesome. We've been looking for a return of man since Stefan, uh, what was Stefan's last name? The little sh- short Canadian kick returner that we had. Um, I'm sure somebody will put it up here. Logan, it's not was it Logan? Yeah, oh yeah, Stefan Logan. Steph Logan, Stefan Logan. Yeah, like him. We've been looking for one of those for a very long time. Heck, the closest we got was Antonio Brown. Kevin Herzog asks, "Hey Moan, on the field, what is most important when it comes to the cerebral?" Football intelligence, courage, or confidence? 
If you ain't got no courage, don't come out there, Kev. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a disqualifier. F- football intelligence and confidence. Those two matter. Confidence and you love the first part of the answer. By yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> people think that there's differentiating, like there's yeah. different degrees of courage. <laughs> You're you have you have committed to wearing that helmet and going out there and sharing grass with Vince Williams. You you have already passed that test. Yeah, let, and let me go there. Courage. Hey, listen to me. When the starter in front of you go down and you got to come in against Baltimore, hello, Dinata's on the other side. Courage ain't a question. You hear me? It's expected that you're going to do the job and do it well to the best of your ability. What happens in all of those moments? Hey, we'll deal with it later. But confidence and, and uh, intelligence of film study. Brad Salisbury has given me one. This is, this is right in my wheelhouse mode. Please compare and contrast Matt Canada's offensive scheme versus Glenn Thomas's. Brad, I'll make it easy for you. All the plays that work, those are Glenn Thomas's plays. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest of them, those are Canada's plays. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's that's hilarious. DK. Squid wants to know if we're planning a tailgate party. I don't know. You said you're coming up for something, right? Uh, yeah, I'm coming up for the game. Uh, training camp, I have to see. I don't know about that one. Just to be sure, that would be the one I want to come to. Also, I think we over 500. I've been seeing your favorite barber pass them out, DK. She says 499. Uh, one I think more, we're over. One more uncle missing. Yeah, we, I think we we're really? over. Uh, I think we're over. Let's see here what we're doing. I, if I move down to this list, uh, Steelers girl says I'm brutal. This is only your second day with us. Yeah, you DK think don't this care. is brutal. But see, that's the journalist in him right there. He he gonna tell exactly how it is. I got one for us, DK. All right. Uh, and simply because the last name matches mine. You feel mm-hmm. me, DK? Yeah, Kaylin, yeah, yeah. Kaylin or Kylan Foster. He mm-hmm. says, "Hey, Mo, what's up, Cuzzo?" Uh, why was Kenny Pickett highly criticized for his hand size, but videos of Bryce Young surface and he like a peewee football player and people think he's the next big, next big thing. It's, it's, Please be careful regarding OTA footage that comes yeah. out. Somebody earlier in here, uh, one of our regulars, and I apologize, I don't remember who, I saw it pass on the screen, was talking about how so-and-so or the Steelers look so energetic and so da-da-da in OTAs. <laughs> okay? I got to tell you, if you sit there and watch the whole two hours – Okay, yeah. as I did this week, there's a whole lot of stuff there that doesn't make for great footage. Yeah. Okay. There are there are some awful passes, missed catches, uh, balls that there's no communication, mm-hmm. and then there's also just guys standing around where it's not all that exciting. Uh, you can bring Steven Spielberg to a bingo hall, and he'll make it the most fascinating thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. But, so don't don't get too caught up in what looks like highlights and what doesn't. You know? uh, t- to answer your question, Ky- uh, Kylan, is this. Uh, K- Kenny doesn't come from a traditional uh, football program, and I say that respectfully because Marino went there, right? Uh, quarterbacks don't usually come out of that, and Alabama is such a powerhouse that you looked yes. at him and said, hey, he's got to win because he's won at Alabama. That doesn't mean the thing. So, and the hand size. Did it affect anything last year? And on the outside looking in for somebody that covered the draft big time, Bryce Young got criticized a lot. Yes. A lot. A lot. Okay. Go ahead and say for what? Yeah, for for his size. Mm-hmm. For his size is what I thought. A lot. And how much was he supported? I'm here to tell you, with him and Kenny, if you can play ball, you just friggin' play ball. Because what I saw from him against Tennessee, Bryce Young, he's good. What I saw from Kenny last year, He's good. You don't go first round on mistake. Yeah, there's uh, there's still more outcry to bring Juan back. They're even trying to change my name to Divwan. 
Yeah. He's, he's just over here laughing. He, he thinks is. he's funny. He's a man. Look at that. He, while he's typing all this stuff secretly <laughs> with his thumbs behind his back. See he, he's the hot rookie right now, DK. That's what that is. The, the hot rookie. He's yeah. the hot rookie. You're the he's old the, dude right everybody now. Everybody loves the backup quarterback. Jeremiah Yoder says the AFC North and the NFL are about to feel the wrath of King Khan. I like it. We get every once in a while, we just get one of these like hype entries. Yeah. Like they're trying do. to rev everybody up. It's, it's, it's the 8th of June. Yeah, uh, I know. I'll put it this way. I think all these teams in the AFC North can finish first or, or they can finish fourth. We mm-hmm. can have four teams make the playoffs, DK, or th- three or four make the team uh, playoffs or just two. It, it is a very competitive uh, division this year. I don't know that you've answered this one before. Tony Pagliaroli says, hey, Moan, what is the most fun game that you've played as a Steeler? Oh, my God. Fun game? Mm-hmm. It would be um, – the Cincinnati comeback game was fun because we got an opportunity to just laugh at them fools for just giving up the game and all those penalties. That was fun for me. Uh um, most merciless locker room. <laughs> it was it so went good. on forever. It was like so nobody good. is uh, the great part was nobody had to ask you guys any questions. Yeah. Like reporters are walking around and you're just seeking them out. Like, and then and then another thing. <laughs> that was fun. Um, it was one of Ben six uh touchdown yeah, games that was here. One of those was just so fun because there was nothing that he couldn't do. And when you when you could keep him clean and watch him just spin down the field, oh my gosh, those probably, were fun. Probably has to make the in, in the moment feel like all this hard work, yeah, was worth it. This is this is what it comes to being able to do this on it an was. NFL field, all 11 of us, and and the Jets AFC championship game at Hinesville, fun. Fun. It was a heart heart attack in it, but it was fun though. Those are, it's, it's some other ones too, man. Um, I, I think Arizona a few years back. I think my third year, Marcus Gilbert, first year in the league, we were just lining up, teeing off on guys and telling them, "Hey, we're about to run the ball right here." Like that was fun right there too. Like, oh my god, so many other moments. Antoine Crawford, who by the way is really into football, says, "Hey, Moan, did you notice? Have you noticed of late that the?" Most of the good quarterbacks are coming through the Manning Passing Academy, including Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett. What is it about that place? Well, they invite a lot of people. I don't want to make it seem like it's overly exclusive. They do invite guys. But Peyton and Eli, they know talent. It's just like So does Archie. (laughs) Yeah, Archie knows talent. Uh, And when you got those type of guys that are leading their team and put up good numbers, then you know what they can look like. Purdy? The biggest surprise of them all, man, is phenomenal. I actually think Kenny is one another one of those dudes, too. You're, you're going to look back, and teams are going to say, what did we miss? Why did we miss on him? I hope that's the case for Kenny Pickett. But ball players, no ball players. The same way you know some dudes are frauds, too. Some frauds. They, you know of some frauds out there, DK. Yeah, you weed them out in a, in a big hurry. The, yeah. the higher the level, this is any sport, the higher the level, the more you find out that there's a certain component to what it is that you're doing or you're capable of doing, where that's the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in order to be at this camp, I have to be able to throw a football at least XX Come yards. On. I have to be able to do this and this and this and this. And you go there and you see that these other dudes are yeah. and you're not doing it. Uh, it's time to either change positions or find another line of work. Yeah. Um, I, I got one that's pretty fascinating, man. DK, right. I just All saw right. it. It's actually from the uncle section of the uh, the cookout. All right. Uh, and it's from uh, Sly. I don't even know his name. I feel like it's a trap to say his name. Slide rule art. Slide, Slide, rule, Slide art. ruler art. I figured that one out a while ago. He's, he's yeah. cool. 
Uh, he said, uh, Pat P on his podcast said, Coach T, get the team hyped just in OTAs. Did this seem to happen for your team? Listen to me. That dude just loves football. I think all the things that he do during the week is all for those moments to be on the field and watch dudes just do what they do best. Like, he legitimately is, is happy for guys when they excel. So seeing, I guess, this much talent work hard, gets him going. I don't think it's a cheerleader type of situation. It's just him enjoying the elements of football. Yeah, there's there's something about him. There's also an awareness always of the bigger picture. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. The Steelers have three weeks of OTAs, three days each within those that are for football. And then next week is three days of minicamp. But the only difference between the two is that minicamp is longer, man- mandatory and a little bit longer. Yeah, just a little longer. A little, little longer. And what he does is he says to himself, I got 365 days on this calendar mm-hmm. with which to win a Super Bowl. These days are so valuable. Yeah. Okay. These 12 days for me and the coaching staff in May and June, yeah. uh, I can't let this go to waste. I've got to go out there as a head coach and give everything I've got for the two hours and 20 minutes that I'm out here. Yeah. Do you follow me? That's all and you get. That's what these players see. It's mm-hmm. not like he's like that around the clock. It's just there's an awareness of it when is. to invest. Yep, it, it, that's all it is, DK. Is he? And of course, if you see your leader doing this, it's easy for you to sell out too, DK. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that that's where it's all coming from here. Uh, a lot of people are pointing out here that we have five hundred, right? Hey, yep. five hundred. Uh, thanks Love to everybody it. who signed up as an individual member. Thanks. Also, excuse me. I know, me too. I know, right? To everybody who has been buying gifts, which I understand has been the thing today. Yeah, it has, uh, man. All of this helps build this show into, into what it's become, and we're, we're grateful for all of it. Mike O'Malley says, hey, Moan, with all the veterans at OTAs, how much does that fast forward the rookies' inv- advancement? And I'm going to, in case you don't know exactly what he's referring to, Moan, the attendance not only has been immaculate, yeah, but it was also organized. It was something that TJ Watt told me about last week that the defensive guys said, Hey, too many new faces, yeah. too many, too many. Let's everybody, yeah. everybody in, yeah, everybody yeah. in, still voluntary again. Okay, yeah, and, and may not be working the entire time. And and they're held out of some yeah. drills by Tomlin because he'll tell them, I. I know what you've got, Minka. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to see what this guy's got. But okay. but I need you to coach up this guy while you sit out and watch and evaluate. And sometimes, and I always kind of say this in, in business and, is, and in life, DK, sometimes just being around, going to get you a couple of ducats, going to get you a couple of nuggets here that, that you can pick up and pass on to help somebody out. So just being there, DK, matters. There was a, a, a player, I'm not allowed to, you know, those rules. Absolutely, player X. The defensive side. Uh, was, who's a younger player who made an interception. Uh, and no, it wasn't either of the, the, the two rookies that everybody's talking about. It made an interception. Not a particularly high-profile player. First guy running, sprinting onto the field in his face like this to congratulate him, Minka Fitzpatrick. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, That's and why he's there. 
but you don't even know. Like, this is the thing about Minka doing that. Minka might actually have to count on that guy. Oh, it's it's not entirely selfless. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may have to actually count on that guy, and that's the beautiful part about it. Like, I, one of my big-time introductions to the older guys being there, of course, after the Super Bowl year, everybody's in the house, right? My rookie year is a year that they uh, come back from winning the Super Bowl and just watching dudes get interceptions. Like a Keenan Lewis. And and RC and and Will Gay and those guys running up and down the field with him like to the end zone to the end, and like it became a cultural thing. Today's last question goes to Chuck Dugan, who says in all capital letters, "Amon." Although he oh, was sitting at the uncle table, he could have used the emoji too to further accentuate that. Who mm -hmm. hit you the hardest? Who hit? Oh man, I got two guys. Uh, one is a teammate, Vince Williams. <laughs> can't count Finney and all. I know. Things. No, he was one. And another guy off top was Wesley Woodyard for the uh, Tennessee Titans. Caved my chest in one time. Lord, like, dog, what, what are you doing? But we are really good friends to this day. And I tell him about it all the time. I was like, dude, I, I think he's playing with uh, the Broncos at the time. That's the reason I cut him on that Thursday night game we had in Pittsburgh that one time. I was like, you thought I was going to hit you again after what you did to me last time? I cut the hell out of him, DK. I don't know how James Lawson knows this, but it actually was Trey Norwood that I was describing. That's funny. Maybe they put out a picture of it or something. Hey, the, the Steelers do put out photographs from these sessions, and they do put out clips. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's where uh, that's where he got it from. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I was not expecting anyone to come in with the name there, but yes, this James, I can confirm that this in fact happened and that I did in fact see this with my own eyes. Yeah. Sean Beck says, Congrats, fellas. Great show. Just found you guys a few weeks ago. Thank you. Uh -uh. Thank you, Sean. Other way around. Sean also thanks Mike for the gifted membership. We thank everybody. Yeah, we do. Yeah, everybody we do. for being part of this. And James does confirm it did come from one of the Steelers photographs. So yeah, that's Good. that's pretty that's pretty cool. All right, guys, we're ready to do another one tomorrow. Definitely. And shout out to Juan in the back, man. Awesome oh, yeah, job he's, by he's, him. He's getting the one more shout out to, to Juan over there. My man. He's just sitting there waiting to take this job. Look at that. Watch your back, DK. Watch my back, literally. Uh, watch your back. First Dolly's right now. You out. Which uh, one? I don't know. She's she's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we want a, 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 an emoji of her? We yes, one hundred percent. No, I ask because we have one. I can be the thumbs down emoji. You are not the thumbs down emoji. That was the Browns helmet. She's right. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's do it again tomorrow. See you, DK. Don't stick around. Don't, absolutely... Whatever you do, don't hang around. Absolutely right. nothing yeah, here for you yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, I almost did it again, Moan. <laughs> <laughs>